It's certainly uh, been an interesting uh, journey with uh, the setup of Obama, Broom Aboriginal Media, and of course, uh, Gulati Radio uh, to begin with in the early days there, 25 years ago, and sharing those stories, and of course, uh, getting to the crunch end of. Uh, the first ever broadcast that took place from the ABC studios back in 1991. We've got Arnim sharing his experiences uh, with us. Arnim Hunter, welcome to the program. Thank you, Sandy. It's nice to have you back behind uh, the uh, desk again, even if it's in front of me for a little bit. But uh, the story of... Gulari. All right. Well, I was on the on tour with Brandy Day, subbing on drums for Philip Pigram, and uh, was in touch with. I was uh, contacted by Eileen Torres and Claire Chang, so asking me would I like to be a broadcaster with Radio Glarius when Brandy Day with tour was finished. I said, Yeah, sure, no worries. So they arranged for me to go straight from Sydney. I had my car towing a trailer full of drums. Uh, straight from Sydney to Bachelor for the first residential. And uh, so three of the boys jumped in the car with me and I drove for 18 hours from Sydney to Port Augusta and then I let someone else drive and we went up while well, I slept all the way out to um, Alice and we went to Darwin and I dropped the boys off in Darwin, did my first residential at Bachelor in radio broadcasting and journalism. And... Uh, Still hadn't had a meeting with my employers, my new employers, but there I was enrolled as a student. And uh, then I picked the boys up again. We went on down to Kununurra, dropping Johnny Moore off at his auntie's place. And uh, that's when I met Dot West, who's uh, the uh, broadcast the station manager at, uh, and broadcast trainer at Warringari Media in Kununurra. And uh, then headed on down home and met. Uh, with Eileen and Claire from Barma and uh, started my traineeship then in 91 and uh, got sent up to Kununurra again well, sent to Darwin for the next uh, trainee, training drove my car up again so I'd have wheels in Kununurra went to um, Bachelor again for another, another residential and then stayed on it Kununurra between residentials and then had my third residential at Bachelor before coming down to uh, Broome. So I was already, I was on air in, in Kununurra before I was on air in Broome and, uh, and then came back down and with my fellow broadcasters who at that time were Ali Torres and Bobby Bowles. Osiribus, uh put together the first show, I think it was around Shinjuri, eh? in 91 and uh, got a whole lot of interviews and I think we started out with one hour a week which then quickly became an hour a day which went on to become two hours a day and uh, and then the, the listening time slots began to fill up from there What was it like going to air for the very first time? Uh, well, luckily for me, I'd been on stage since I was 15 um, in bands. So it was being on air was was uh, probably easier than uh, than getting up on stage in front of a big crowd. So I 
have a face for radio, so it was not hard at all. What was the feeling like afterwards? Um, good. I think the, the, it was always interesting listening back to the shows and listening to interviews. Uh, and, of course, the technology is, was different back then. It was um, the tail end of cut and paste. We, we quickly learned to do uh, rolling edits from um, tape machine to tape machine. And, uh, of course, digitising everything's digital. Going digital's changed everything now. Um, to the point where I have to actually retrain to get back on radio, um, even though I'd sort of been at it for... Well, I'd been away from it for a long, long enough for the technology to leave me behind. You also operated uh, out of a room there. Well, you'd set up a radio studio in the bedroom of a house. Mm, no, I didn't. That oh, who, else, who did that? Someone else. Um, but uh, no, we were operating first from the ABC premises, and then here uh, we had we had music studios in uh, with Canada Productions. It was um, Wayne Barker was the first uh, to run a little studio that I was part of. And, uh, but we were never laughed to air there. And in fact, Wayne Barker's very much uh, credited uh, for the beginnings of a Packham in the early days. Uh, he uh, did a, a fair bit of uh, work remotely with Troy Alban between his musical stints. Yeah. Um, maybe. Oh, was that Wayne Binder? Maybe. Uh, I can mixed up, get our wains mixed up the um, uh, what was I going to say what, what what do you remember of uh, just Barmer at that time just um, well Barmer was, was uh, small, it rose out of, out of um, from BMAC really Burn Musicians Aboriginal Corporation was uh, we musicians realised that there was power in having a committee and you could actually apply for funding. This was something new to musicians who were used to being on the bones of their backsides. And uh, the fact that you could get touring support, money for touring support and uh, and recording was uh, was a great learning curve for us in the in the eighties and uh, and then on into the nineties. And uh, and so BMAC, we thought, okay, well, we're recording, we're touring, we're buying equipment. Now we need an audience. Uh, we should, we need a community state radio station so we can put our recorded product to air. And uh, so that was a logical next step for Barmer to grow out of uh, what the Brew Musicians Aboriginal Corporation had started. Where would you like to see Barmer in the next 25 years? Um, still here and... Uh, and um, economically sustainable or financially sustainable. Arnhem, it's good to have you back in the studio and uh, back on board as a staff member. 
Thank you, Sandy. It's a pleasure to be here. Anam Hunter, the one of the original broadcasters of Radio Golari in the early days. We're going to talk to Bobby Bowles shortly, who's kindly offered to come in as well. Anam has also been very much a part of the the music movement. So I suppose with those links uh, to BMAC, uh, hence uh, the reason why Aboriginal media very much exists around the country to get the Indigenous product out. <laughs> 